critical conversation is a conversation that, it, that reveals important content, not only about ourselves, but about other people. Critical conversations edify, heal, and provide substance. Join Latanya Harris Gooden as she introduces us to critical conversations right here on Trailblazing Radio. Hello, everybody. This is LHG. I am just coming to let you know that I am an independent paparazzi jewelry consultant. You didn't know that, did you? Well, now you know. So I would love to be your personal jewelry lady. Paparazzi is an amazing company. We sell nickel and lead free jewelry. We are known for our $5 bling, but you just need to know there is an exclusive Z collection that's $25. It's the bling of all bling. When you're really going out on the town and you want to show up absolutely fabulous. So we have items for women, for men, and for young fashionistas out there. We don't discriminate. If you need it, I'm sure we got it. You have the opportunity to follow my page on Facebook called Polished on Purpose, a VIP group. Follow my personal page, Latanya Harris Gooden. And I have my own website that is at your disposal 24-7. So many ways to shop. So let me be the one that makes sure you are accessorized the way you should be. Because I want you to be published on purpose. My mentor always tells me, when you show up, people are checking you out. They're watching you. So why not be polished, be poised, be purposeful? Glam it up with pop, honey. I got what you need. Hey, everybody. Good evening. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Get in here. Get in here. Tonight is going to be a hot one. It's going to be a hot one. Are y'all in here? Are y'all in here? So welcome to a special Friday night edition 
of Critical Conversations presents a man with sensitivity. No, I'm not a man, but we're going to be talking to a man that's going to be my special guest and possibly a couple of brothers that might roll through, but I am married to a man. I have a dad. I have a stepfather, aka dad. I uh, have brothers in my life. So I think that this is a discussion worthy of having. If you saw my commercial, as you see on the beginning of every show. Hi, Auntie Diane. Y'all roll on through here tonight. I am a paparazzi consultant. For those of you who um, love jewelry, we do sell men and women jewelry. And I have so much to offer. I'll make sure I put my... Um, paparazzi website in the comments. Thank you for joining, Auntie. I just love you so much. You have such a beautiful spirit. So I also want to remind you all, I haven't mentioned it in a while, if you've been following Trailblazers and you know that Coco uh, Fenton, our sister, we still have her GoFundMe fundraiser going on. She has an autoimmune disease that she's been battling for many years. uh, There's treatment available that's not covered by insurance. We've been trying to raise funds for her to get that treatment uh, over a year's time so that she can get better. I will make sure to get that in the comments soon as well. Tag your friends, tag your female friends, your male friends. We are talking about men with sensitivity. I'm going to pray and then I'm going to bring my guest up. Also, the other commercial you've been seeing is the Business Mixer event that is going to be brought to you by self-love and business guru, Kyle Shonda, C-H-A-Y-I-L Shonda, C-H-A-N-D-A. I suggest you follow her. If you need uh, to know more about self-love, self-awareness, Uh, business etiquette. She's amazing. This business mixer is going to be phenomenal. She's coming on the show on Girl Chat Weekly on May 23rd to talk to you more about it. Tickets are going fast. If you're in the Michigan area, you need to be in the house. If you've been thinking about starting a business, you've started one, but you're not sure where you want to go. If you want to know what you can do for your family as far as legacy in terms of business, you need to be in that room. There are going to be some very influential and powerful powerful people in that room speaking information that will change your life in terms of setting you up for success. All right, let's pray. And we got a good show tonight. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the gift of life, breath, health, strength. All five of my senses are working. The ability to be able to think, to live and move and have my being in you. I thank you for stability. I thank you, Lord, for the victory in you that you've given me. No matter what we face, God, we still are claiming the victory through you, Christ Jesus. Tonight, God, as we talk about the brothers, our men, there's been so many myths and lies and incorrect doctrines that's been spoken into our brothers about not expressing emotions. Some of our brothers are broken, afraid, confused, lost, And tonight we talk about the fact that you made us as humans and emotions can be male or female. No one should have to 
to cover up how they're really feeling and try to maneuver in this life emotionless like a zombie. So God, tonight, let something be said or done that brings freedom, that brings healing, that brings peace. Let us have this conversation and be open to other perspectives, open to people's stories so that we can start to address uh, the emotional avoidance that's been happening in the male community. So I give you praise and glory and thank you for my special guest coming in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's bring a special guest. Simone, you in here. Simone, get in here. Girl, y'all got y'all water. I done added some red to my water. Don't come in here ashy or dehydrated because this show, you can't do that today. LHG is in the house, Simone. So, so ladies and Okay, you gotta, you gotta turn yours down, Mr. Gooden. Because sure. okay, okay, okay. we in the same room. All right, Mr. Gooden, how you doing, sir? I'm good. Can you hear me? Are you muted? I'm good. Hello, everybody. Okay, you may have to come around on this side. Because that echo is a lot. I don't know what to tell you. You're on your phone. My phone is in on, sweetheart. Can you come around? I didn't want to. Okay, he don't want to come around, so we gonna we gonna leave him where he okay. at. Simone, go you want to come on in here? Let me get you the link, Simone. Hold on. Hold on, Simone. I need you to text me your um email address. I'm gonna email you the link. Hi, everybody. Bear with us as we get our logistics together. Yes, we, we got to get rid of that echo. It's me me and Mr. Gooden are in the same room. He walking around now. Um, your camera is on, Mr. Gooden. I need to get your email, Simone. Text it to me on my phone. And then I will get you the link. Okay, is that better? That is better, Mr. Gooden. Come on, you didn't work that thing right on out. Come on. <laughs> As soon as I get your email address tomorrow, I'll get you the link. Listen, y'all. So the show is called Man with Sensitivity. I remember that Ralph Kresvan song um, that was popular in the 90s. And I thought about that because- What was the name of that song? Man with Sensitivity. You remember it, Mr. Gooden? Yeah. You do? Okay. Were you alive in the, in, in the 90s? You're a little young Thundercat. You're out of order. <laughs> and I'm talking about that tonight because I think that there have has been uh, some social constructs, maybe even some family um, in doctrine, or almost like we've been ingrained that men should not express emotions. All right, I'm sending it now, Simone. Hold on, y'all. Let me get Simone this link. Mr. Gooden, talk to the people while I get some on this link. What's up? <laughs> That's all you're going to say? Yeah, I was eating some candy. Oh, Lord. You ain't supposed to be eating? Here it comes, Simone. I'm sending it to you now for your uh, email. Look, what kind of show is this now? You ain't going to tell me what I can eat in now. Uh-oh, uh-oh, he coming with demands, y'all. He coming with demands. 
Now we you like you in church. I'm gonna sing some some tissue and put that candy in the tissue. Ain't no candy in this in this this show. We in church. This ain't Dr. Maddie Moss Clark, and I ain't chewing gum. <laughs> he ain't got his spirit right, y'all. So I, I asked Mr. Gooden to come on, and I said to him, y'all, get. I said, I'm doing a show up on men with sensitivity. Y'all know what he said? I ain't coming on that show. So, Mr. Gooden, what made what made you feel as though when I asked you to come on and you knew the topic, what deterred you? What made you like draw back when well, I said first off, first yeah. off, I was uh, already committed to it before I knew. I didn't know I was gonna be on this show, but however, it's all right. I'm here now. Do you think that you're a sensitive man? Sometimes. Okay. Do you think that there's something wrong with men being sensitive? No, but everybody don't show it, so. That's very true. Why do you think that men are afraid to show their sensitive side in our community? What do you think is the, the root of that? They don't want to be considered, like, soft. You mm -hmm. know, they want to be, you know, hardcore. Um, could be a different quite a bit of things. I think so too. Um, and it's it's very interesting that you said that. Let me get Simone in here. As soon as I see her picture, I'm going to get her in here. Um, I give this analogy quite a bit. You have two children on a bike. You have, hey Simone, how you doing sister? Good. Hey. Hi, how are you? Oh, you get to officially meet on the screen. <laughs> so, Sir, so, 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 I know this, this is all about y'all tonight, but listen, this woman here, this one right here, don't play about her, okay? Because she... Let them know, Simone, let them know. This one you got right here, she's something else. Oh, listen to me. I don't know. I know you've been. I don't know if you watch her shows, but listen to me, sir. This woman here is 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 just <sighs> okay because she is. I don't know her personally, but I'm telling you, she is the sweetest Aww. angel I've met. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And it's just through social media, like literally. Through but however, media. however. However, comma, exclamation point, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> this woman and her jewelry business. Don't. Okay, that's for another show. Let's get back to the topic. <laughs> Thank you, Simone. But Thank this you, is Simone. Simone. Appreciate it. Let me, let Are me you see. in Michigan? She's in Virginia. Huh? Virginia? No, sir, I'm in Virginia. I wish I was in Michigan so I can squeeze her face and hug her like crazy. We gotta get together, girl. We may we may have to pay Virginia a visit one day. Yes. Let's do that. I'm like listen. That. Yes. Listen. This woman right here, I, I, I don't I listen. The Lord has blessed you and highly favored you, okay? It, if you haven't noticed that already, the Lord has highly favored you. Okay? Because you're so sweet. Girl. I'm so, so sorry. Let me set the stage because picture two young children on a bicycle, okay? Mm -hmm. One is a girl, one is a boy. And I've seen this happen in our community. They both fall off the bike. 
the response to the little girl is always going to be, oh, poor little Keisha. Let me help you. Oh, Lord. She didn't fell off the bike. Come here. Come here. Let mama hold you. Oh, Lord. And the little boy is going to be, shut up, Junebug. Get up off the ground. Get back on that bike. Don't you shed not one tear. I don't want care. To. Hey, Lily, I don't care that you're bleeding. The bones coming through the skin. You a boy. Don't start that crying. Shut up that crying. And unfortunately, they the same age, right? They just fell off the same type of bike. One, the, the, the boy can be even more wounded than the other. But because he's a boy, there is this overall ideal that he should be tough. They both in pain. They both screaming. But the little boy is going to be told, get up, wipe your face, get back on that bike, bone sticking out and all. And the little girl is going to be coddled. And that's how we introduce this idea to men that no matter how much you hurt, don't express it. The masculine part of you has to be suck it up, dry your face. You know what? You know what's crazy about that? I think because in nature, naturally, because the way God separated us as male and female, mm-hmm. He created us as nurturers and as I guess you want to call it toddlers. Maybe, maybe not. So okay. we're we're used to oh poor baby, it's gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. You you gonna you gonna heal in a few days. It's gonna be okay. And then for them, because we don't, we're not, we're not technically supposed to be teaching men how to be men. We're mm-hmm. now now we're in the position to where we have to just say, tough up. Oh well, we right. got it. Right, right, right. Because we're and- not in a position to, we're not supposed to be in a position to raise men. Or teach men how to be men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, because, like I said, we're nurturers. So, right. when it comes to our girls or our women, we're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, poor baby." When they hurt, we hurt, of course. Right. So we're like, "Oh God, she's in the hospital. I can't take it. Help me, Lord." Mm-hmm. You know, all the dramatics come out. Right. But when it's right. him, and when it is them, we're just like, "Boy." Yeah. If yeah. you don't chill up off that floor and right. don't watch your business. But we, we deem emotions as a female phenomenon and not a human experience. That's true. That we is true. Oh, and, and there's this myth that women, that all women are emotional. They're going to cry. They're gonna I mean, because naturally we are. We can be. We can Naturally be. we are. But we have because to again, Because to be we are nurturers. We yeah. are we're made to nurture because we birth human beings, we're made to nurture. We are so naturally we are gonna be emotional. But we're but guess nurture. what, Simone? Some women don't have a nurturing bone in their body. <laughs> Let's just be honest, even though even though we as women I agree with that. we were designed <laughs> that way, we give birth, we you know, we bring in we forth life, but many of us as women, we don't even know how to nurture. 
and they and can that, come from our childhood. Now, let's yeah. Let's, I was just going to say that. I was just getting ready to hit on that. I was going to say that sometimes something happened in our lives to where we yes. we lose all emotion, we lose all feeling, because yes. like again, a lot of things happen to us at one time. So yes. it it put us it puts us in a place to where we're just like, oh well. Mm. I got and no more tears. If you are a little boy and in your house they told you to be quiet, don't cry, then what else you gonna do? Get a whooping because you're crying? You you're gonna not cry. Yeah. You're or as, or as mama said, as mama says, as mommy says, I'm gonna give you something to cry for. Listen, I done heard that myself. I'm gonna give you something to cry about. Stop that crying before because, I get because like, like a lot of things happen and we just we end up in a place where we just like emotionless. Especially if you have a lot of death, a lot of trauma, a lot of all that stuff, and it hits us at one time, and we we just left that point to like, you literally see us at funerals. Right. Straight. Another example is we want to cry, but we can't get it out. Right. Like inside, we literally want to cry, but it's like it's not right. going to show right. physically because it's like right. <laughs> Facebook post where there was a man and his son and he was kissing his son on the forehead and then the man's father was above him kissing him on the forehead. Mm -hmm. Why that post was so controversial? Because we don't typically see men, even family men, kiss each other. I thought it was the most precious moment. It was three generations granddaddy daddy and son mm -hmm. in, one, in one picture showing affection toward each other why did people in that post turn that into some perverted moment because they're not used to like you said they're not used to men showing they're love to that they're used to us doing it always the mom so, always the mama doing the kiss no always mama, the mama auntie mama, yes whatever yes. sister I, I, I i'm gonna i'm gonna say this and then i'm gonna let mr gooden uh, respond I feel like if we gave love equally to sons and daughters, allow sons and daughters to both show emotion and we address them individually, not just feel mommy is the nurturer, daddy is the disciplinarian. If we balance this out, I think we would have more well-balanced, emotionally sound children and therefore adults. See what I mean, Mr. Gooden? See what I tell you? You see this? You see? We gotta balance it out. This, this is we are perpetuating that. We are making boys <laughs> like you gotta be hard. You gotta be the Thundercat. You gotta be Voltron. And I get that to a point. And part of it could be because men are the providers. Yeah, they're, they're the hunters. They're mm -hmm. the ones who are responsible for the family. And we're gonna get to that. That has a place. That has a place in child rearing. But when when these kids are brought into the earth, I don't think it's fair to deny them affection because of their gender. But what's going to happen to them when those when those young boys become men, they may not respond to real affection as an adult or they may be overly affectionate Indeed. because of what they missed. You make them imbalanced when you don't give them the full gamut 
of love in their child rearing days. There are some parents, and I'm a girl, and my mom wasn't touchy feely. Oh, I love you, sweetheart. You are beautiful. You're going to be great. My mama didn't give me that. So when I had a child, I gave Gabby way more affection. We got a comment coming in. It's crazy, but my husband kissed both. I've, I thought about y'all, actually. Kissed both our son and daughter. And now I love it when my grandson kisses his daddy when he is on the way, he's on the way to work. It is so precious, Felicia. It mm -hmm. is. Both sons and daughters need the precious love of their parents. They need to feel that from mommy and daddy. You don't want mama to be seen as the kissy one. And daddy is so hard. Don't bother your daddy. He just came home from work. Don't hug him. Don't kiss him. Leave him alone. He's tired. Leave him alone. They need, they need equality when it comes to affection. And I mean, I'm going on the line here. NJ. And then when, hey, NJ, I almost feel like we do our kids a disservice when we, when we separate Mom can only do this. Dad can only do that. Now, what happens when the kid don't have mom and dad? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mom has to be both nurturer and disciplinarian and take them to the football game. I just feel like that, that affection is what helps create a well-balanced human being. They're learning how to love. They're learning how to apply love to the right people in the right ways. So if you have father in the house but he's not you can't hug him you can't kiss him you you create a wall and now in their mind i'm a boy i should never be affectionate to another man whether it's my dad my own son my pastor my whatever you you create this this barrier and then when you grow up and you see these young men in the streets and they feel like they got to be overly masculine. You got to be hard. You got to carry guns. You got to, hey, 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 you got to show your, your roughness. You got to be a roughneck. But what's really going on inside of our young men? There's probably some anger. There's probably some pent up frustration, some misplaced emotion. Let me know if you're coming up, CEO. So I want us, I got another comment coming in. NJ says, the children need well-balanced love. But how many of us received? Come on in, Jay. Received. Did we, re did we receive? Can we give what we haven't received? Absolutely not. It's, it's difficult sometimes, but not impossible. If we want to. I gave my, I still give my daughter love, affection. I didn't get a lot of it growing up. And, and to, let me let me be honest. No shade against my home. I had all the necessities that we needed in our home. I love my parents. Um, I love my stepdad, aka dad. Rest in peace, Papa. Um, they did the best they could given the mindset they had at the time. But Mama was so tired coming home from a job that beat her down. Okay. Sometimes the lack of affection can come from the fact that. You're so beat down that you don't really have it to give. But guess what, parents? Yeah. Don't penalize your children for what the world is doing to you. Yeah, and you can't pull from an empty cup either. Come on. So parents, you don't if you don't have that love in you, then you can't give it to the world. 
That's why he said, I've given my only begotten son. Yes. You gotta be hooked up to the Lord. A lot of us parents never healed from their childhood. Yes. No, That's true. That's true. A lot of us never healed. But we, those of us who are believers, okay, we have who can feel those deficits and if anybody has been watching me and watching my show from the beginning of the six months where I started I spent some time talking about my trauma but then it hit me yes I had the trauma but I had some good times in my home too I don't want to always give the publicity to the bad stuff did it hurt me yes did it scar me yes but because I didn't get certain things in my home, it made me say, when I do have a child, he or she is going to know I love them. I want to be tender towards them. I want to, sh- I'm the, the parents, you're the first glimpse of what love looks like. They don't even know God yet when they come in the world. God created them, but they don't know who Jesus is and that he's the epitome of love. So guess what? Oh, Miss Diane, I'm so sorry. No, I'm so sorry, your brother passed away. We are praying for you. Love wow. you after the show. Praying, praying. So sorry, Miss Diane. Oh my God. Oh, in the world, y'all. This is another reason why we gotta we gotta show love, and I mean wow. show it on a consistent basis. Thank you, Nicori. Nicori gave her condolences to Miss Diane. That's why I love my my listeners and watchers we are loving people but when for me because of the deficit that i had of that tenderness and not that it was mama's fault mama was had a very stressful job and when she came home from being overworked and um misunderstood she didn't have much left i would do that too in in corporate corporate can sometimes beat you down to the white meat to where when you walk out that job, you don't really have much. But parents, we got to muster it up. We got to muster it up from somewhere, from the Lord, from prayer. Because these children are hanging on to your every word. What you say, what you don't say. And if you don't show them love, you risk them getting it from another source where it's not mm-hmm. there. If you, parents, mothers, I've heard that so much. Through childcare, I've that so much through my childcare experience because it was like you don't know what they've been dealing with through their, you know, through their life. So it's like once you get them in your facility and you see how they act certain ways, and you just like, oh no, I'm not tolerating that. Absolutely, you ain't doing that in my classroom. But then I had to sit down and realize I was like, oh. Like yeah. my um my boss had to you know continue to remind me that some some of these children have dealt with a lot. Yes, many of these children have dealt with a lot. Let me go to Mr. Good, Mr. Gooden. If you are comfortable in talking about as, as a little kid growing up, whether in school or home, what was it like in terms of the comparison between? how boys are treated versus how girls are treated? Well, growing up, it was very different because mm-hmm. my grandmother raised me and it was me and Aisha, my aunt, in a, in a home together to where okay. 
Um, yes, Nakori. My aunt, and then my aunt Sandra really took me out and about and did stuff like if her and Isha went to the hairdresser, me and my uncle Quitney would meet them at the mall, mm -hmm. go shopping, eat, whatever, what have you. So I had my uncle Quitney teach me how to ride a bike. Okay. Basketball and all that. Um, because my other uncles was doing their own thing. Okay. But so mainly it was my uncle Quitney who taught me the basics of being a man and Mm -hmm. Like I said, riding a bike, basketball. My between him and my grandma taught me how to tie my shoe. Um, different things like that. Um, then I also learned some other things from the neighborhood I grew up in because they were boys, so that jumping out of trees and all that stuff and being a little rough mm -hmm. um, kid growing up, I learned from the kids on the block. But it, it was very different. Now, I'm glad I, I you mentioned being raised by a grandmother. Let's bring this up because this, this seems to be a, a topic that comes up periodically, just whether it's social media or just in passing. Many of us as children, not just boys, many of us as, as children have been raised by our grandmother for a multitude of reasons. Yes, Nicole, we do find ourselves searching for love in the wrong places. Going back to that comment, if we don't give our children love from home, uh, we leave them to their own devices and their own imaginations. And that could be going to the wrong places. Uh, many of us have been raised by grandparents. That's still happening today. Whether it's because a parent has drug addiction or is just not fit, whether a parent um, has a demanding job and needs the grandparent, grandmom, granddad to step in. Whatever the reasons are, many children, I can't speak for any other community, but in the African-American community, many of us have a strong background with our grandparents. I'm one of them. It has been said, I'm not saying that there, this is true, but I'm going to put it out here in, in the atmosphere, that if a man is raised by a woman, grandmothers, big auntie, cousins, that he is more susceptible to a more sensitive behavior because he's been around all women. Welcome to my CEO, uh, Fred Beatty. And since he just came on, I'm going to pose this to you. Do you believe that because a young man, a young boy is raised around mostly women, grandmother, whoever, and maybe grandmama took him to church and he was always around the motherboard, always around the, the chicken frying committee. So always around women. I mean, he may pick up feminine tendencies, sensitivity. How do you feel about that statement, Fred? That's not necessarily, that's not entirely true. I'll say, I'll say that personally because I was, because I was raised by both my mother and my father. Mm -hmm. And those the qualities of my mom and my dad are both present within me. Mm -hmm. um, right. I got the, you know, the steadfastness and the and the and the the hard the hard edge from my father, but also the softness and the the caring and compassionate part of me from my mom. But also, I, I, I've I personally saw my father show compassion and, care, and show mm -hmm. caring for some yeah. for other for other people. So 
watching him do that, do that for other people as well. Do that for other people and everybody and other kid, other kids in the neighborhood, especially man, especially when we were playing ball, playing ball baseball at the park. Oh my gosh. It was to see my father at work, you know, with other with being just as compassionate and caring with other with other parents with other folks kids as but also showing us the same, but also showing us the same thing, compassionate, love, and caring. That that put me in a vein of like, okay, I don't have to be this rah rah strong dude. I can I can I can show compassion for other people. I can show love and caring and concern for, for other people. So that part, that particular theory, is not entirely true because I mean, just but just because just because a man just because a, a kid a guy's been a man's been raised by his mother primarily doesn't always equate to sensitivity to being up to a guy being sensitive mm-hmm. um in some cases it is some cases it's true in some cases it's not like i said i was raised by both my mother and my father so i so i saw those qualities those quote unquote sensitive qualities in both in both my parents um mm-hmm. It's just something I tried to. It's something I tried to emulate from watching both of them and seeing them d- demonstrate it. Mm-hmm. That's good. Now, now you made a good point when when you talked about your father and having those moments in the ballpark. Those tender moments are necessary between father and son. Going to the park, going to get ice cream, children, just children in general, need to be able to experience those tender moments with their parents now my my take on this as a single mom raising my daughter prior to getting married um i i've been blessed to have two of the greatest godparents for my daughter in the world so where she did not have a father per se in her life she had a godfather she had uncle she had two yes, two grandfathers one is deceased so there were men in her life uh that showed up and that still show up so she has some balance um so but when it comes to young boys there are plenty single moms that are out here raising young men and as Simone said no we can't teach them a boy how to be a man but what we can do is surround them with people um, that can help in that area be it an uncle be it a pastor be it someone in the community and this is going back to community and that, that's it, it, this is going back to the village concept where if you see a need you feel a need but we are so siloed everybody in their own space on their own don't talk to me i don't i'm not helping you you ain't gotta help me it's me against the world. We, we've been so, the times have shifted where the village concept, and I talked to my husband about this. My husband got about 275 aunties. Wow. Exaggeration. But only five of them probably are, or three of them, two of them are actual family. But the point is there's people who love him, have loved him from, you know, his infancy and became in our community, y'all. I, I can't speak to nobody else. In the black community, auntie is a big thing. If somebody call you auntie, that's vice president mama. That's like, I love you like a secondary mom. And you, you know, you looking out for me. And 
aunties can whip your butt back in the day. I'm not sure if that's the case now, but nope, it's, aunties, not. it's not. Nope. <laughs> because whatever not. mama couldn't do or grandmama couldn't do, auntie would get a hold of your tail and light you up. And you make all when you get home. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know because I do have that one aunt that has whooped me. This was probably wow. Um had to be about maybe 16, 17. Mm-hmm. And yes, her son, may her son rest. Rest in peace. We were up playing the game. Probably to about two, three in the morning, and she thought I was gone. And I did tell her, Auntie, I'm gone, and end up being at the house. And I got in trouble because she said I told her a lie. And I, I, I did not leave. I was there. I called my mom and told her where I was, but I stayed at their house all night. We played video games all night long. When she got up to go to work that morning, me and her son was still playing the game. So wait, yeah, wait, she did about- with me. And, okay, and I so call her auntie. Yeah. I still call her auntie to this day. So, right. so question. Go ahead, Simone. She thought you left the house, but you didn't. Yeah, because I house? told her. Because I told her I was leaving. I said good night, auntie. I'm gone. That's good. Oh. When she went, when she went upstairs to her room, I went back in the room with her son, and we continued to play video games. Ah, so you pretended like. And I got it. I got in trouble. Got it. But when we're talking my, my, my mother didn't do nothing. I ain't even, I'm like, dang, it's my aunt. And I, I believe that my husband is very sensitive. And that's one of the things that I actually love about him because my stepdad was sensitive. Now, here's the thing. Not every woman can cohabitate cohesively with a sensitive man. Growing up and without going to the my stepfather he was in tune to his emotions he had no problem crying you know he he felt everything very deeply very loving um we had moments i couldn't stand them may rest in peace but oh he, god intrinsically he was a, a emotional kind of sensitive guy my mom on the other end is a very strong very aggressive assertive take charge control the show take care of everything type of woman. So at times there were some clashes because she was expecting him to be harder, tougher, um, more take charger type of thing. And it was kind of an imbalance. So when my husband and I got together, um, first of all, we've been knowing each other since we were children. So I already knew that Mr. Gooden was sensitive. And I like that about him. Then he was also very kind-hearted. He's the kind of he's the kind of young man that will open doors for you. You know, watch out for seniors, and that's been his way since he was a kid. He's still like that now. Um, he may not admit to being sensitive, but um, if he sees something or feels something, yes, he may cry when he got the news about his grandfather. Yes, I'm like, let those tears out. That's that's the man who stood by you through a lot of your lifetime. So I believe that we sometimes as women make men feel inferior because 
they're showing emotion and we feel that's preserved for us. So I want to get into that. Let me see what NJ just said. How do you walk in your femininity when being with a sensitive man? Ooh, that's a good one. That's, that's a, good, a good one. question. You have to want to. Um, just because a man is sensitive, it doesn't mean he isn't masculine. It doesn't mean that a woman has to become masculine. We have these gender um, stereotypes where we see masculinity as rough neck, you know, thugged out. And then we see femininity as, oh, come rescue me, big boy. <laughs> when you have a man that's sensitive and that's in tune to his emotions, that may be an empath. An empath is a person that just feels everything deeply. My stepfather could be watching television and a commercial would come on. Kind of a lot, you know, commercials could have those little tear jerking moments. And he'd mm -hmm. be in the corner just like, Woo, just, you know, oh, because he felt whatever it was, he felt it. And it could have been him or something. Like when I'm when I'm riding down the street, y'all can see a billboard. I can smell a fragrance and it can remind me of a loved one that's no longer here. And I can start crying. That's just feeling. That's that's human. Yeah. It's, I don't it, think I do that. Everybody can do that. Don't listen to me. When I put on my t-shirt with yeah. my grandparents, with my bless their soul, when I put on my t-shirt with my grandparents, I, I literally fight tears because it's like, <sighs> they're no longer here and I'm literally representing them on my body. And that like, can literally. happen at any moment. Anything can remind you of someone. And that's male or female. So that to answer true. your question, from my perspective, Corey, being married to a sensitive man, I don't have to forfeit or compromise my femininity, but I have had to stop trying to be the masculine force in the marriage. I, that, that's good. Apparently say, because of what I've seen <laughs> in my lifetime, my mom is, man, she she wore the pants, the blazer, the belt, the tie, <laughs> the, the, the suspenders. That's the kind of mom I have. Extremely, let's do this. This is how it's going to be. Boom, boom, boom. And I'm not knocking her for that. That's what she knew to do. Because in many times, if one person doesn't do something, the other person assumes the, the position and they do it. But what I'm learning, I've only been married five years in, Jay, so I'm new. I'm still new to this. And in the beginning, I came into this being like, okay, I got to show him I'm independent. I got to show him I'm, I got this. And he's like, no, I know what you can do. You can pull back, pull back, pull back, honey. We and that's do. what we talked about. I know we talked about it a couple shows ago. We did. Where we were talking about our femininity being yes. how we are femininity because we put up those walls. Yes. When it comes to men, because we yes. have we've had to be in that position for so long. Correct. That so was my now, life. Now when they come in, we're just like, oh no, hit yes. the road, Jack. I got this. Exactly. It's my that's show. Right. <laughs> I want to, I want to hold on to my femininity because he's married to a woman. So if I continue to come full throttle, ah, my way. Mm -hmm. And he like, well, what happened to the, the 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 warm, loving wife, nurturer that I married? Now you're turning into a dictator. You're turning mm -hmm. into 
a man. Because now, because again, we have been used to doing it on our own. Yes. So now we want to run the show. Yes. We uh, we tell everybody else, hit the road, Jack. Yes. <laughs> Don't come back no more, no more. Just because he's sensitive, that does not take away his assignment to lead. Yeah. Get that. Just because you're married to a sensitive man, do not snatch his assignment, women. Nicole said, let the man and the husband lead. That's let his assignment, lead. not yours. Whether he's, a, whether he's a sensitive husband or not, you're going to have to let him lead in whoever he is. So if you've married him with all this, sense, and let me say this, you want a sensitive man. A sensitive man is in tune in most cases to his emotions and probably yours too. That part. But see, this here's here's the caveat with that, y'all. Okay. And let's, I'm, let's do and it. I'm and I'm going, I'm going, and I'm going have to just say this because and I'm probably gonna get some pushback from some women, but it's clear. <laughs> and, but I'm but I'm you ready for it, huh? Oh, yeah, I'm he ready, ready for this. He stay ready. Most women, Always. most women don't know how to deal, don't know how, know how to deal with an emotionally intelligent, intelligent dude. Most women have You're no right. earthly idea. You're right. How to deal with an emotionally intelligent dude. They know right. because they because they have because they don't have the they don't they don't have the experience in that. And You're if they right. don't have the experience in that, they don't have the capacity to do. They don't have the capacity to, have to learn how to deal with an emotionally experienced dude because if you're dealing with a sensitive guy or and emotion, emotional intelligence and sensitive to me are synonymous. At least to me, they are. I get when that. you're dealing with a guy who is sensitive and emotionally intelligent, who does not, who is, who is strong enough in his masculinity to mm -hmm. know to how to express himself in a way to in a concise and precise, a concise and precise way, and a woman just looks at this dude and be like, well, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, you asked me this, you asked me how to, you asked me to express my feelings and I expressed them to you. Now you look, now you look at starstruck or you look at confused. Right. Because I, because I said, because I said something or maybe I, or maybe you, I said something that might've pushed, pushed the wrong, that may have inadvertently pushed the wrong button. Right. Yes, Victoria, I agree with what you're saying. The woman may not have had that experience. If you're in a house where, Men are abrasive, men are harsh, men are seen as, you know, Argh! you know, then then they and then they get a sensitive man in their life. That may be a culture shock. Like it would be. You, why are you crying? What will you? What it would be. It, let me tell you. I put it like this. I am. I'm a I'm a very sensitive and emotional guy, but I'm but that but that does not take away. From the from my from the aspects of my masculinity. Matter of fact, me being exactly. sensitive, me being sensitive is me being sensitive is actually a boot a boom to me. It's a it, it's a help because it allows me to dig into those parts of me that those sensitive parts of me or that empathic part of me and be able to be able to relate to people on an emo, on, on an emotional level. Matter of right. fact, a deeper emotional level. But then right. when women look at that, they're like, "Well, you just soft. You a punk." Well. Call me what you want, but when you when you the one hurt, I'm the I'm, I'll probably be the dude. I'll probably be the dude you want. You probably would want to talk to. Right. Right. Wow. I'm consoling you. I'm, right. probably, I'm, the, I'm the dude that's probably I'm the dude that's probably gonna be the, the shoulder you cry on. Yes. But oh, wow. I'm glad you said that. Many many of the sensitive, emotional dudes, 
that I've talked to have been friend zoned. They become, oh, you a great friend. Yeah. But I may not want to be in a relationship with you because you're too soft. I've heard women say that. Okay. You know I've, heard, I've heard that. They want you to be that, that shoulder. I'm a cry on your shoulder, but romantically, you're a little bit too soft for me. That's cool. Wall. That's cool. But I've heard you know, that. But you know, you know what my answer would be to that? Move the fuck around, dear. <laughs> move, move around. See, I'm sorry, but uh, it's got to be said, LSG, move around. You don't want to, if you go friend zone, move around. That's true. But let me you say know, this, you, Fred, you said, okay, This I heard the part about being emotionally intelligent, and that's a big thing in, in my head because we were doing shows about that. Just because a person is emotional does not mean they have emotional intelligence. The intelligence comes in where I'm, I'm acknowledging my emotions. I'm expressing my emotions. I'm comfortable in doing that. Now, some men, and I'm, I'm going to put this out there. Preach. They may show signs of emotion, but the natural response for me is, honey, what's wrong? And there are times, and I'm talking about this man in his bottom corner on the screen. <laughs> he's having an emotional moment, but it's not. he's not ready to say why. It's so what I have to do in my yeah. own emotional intelligence say, he's not ready, Latanya. Back off. Because yeah. the first step to loving him yeah. is to give him space. And that's the thing a lot of women don't understand. They don't get they don't get that part of it. If if I if I'm have if I'm having a moment and I'm not really speaking or not being talkative or anything like that, give me allow me that space to kind of analyze, put this That's into some story. some words that I can put them in. Give me a moment right. to kind of put this in per, in its proper perspective, mm-hmm. and then come back and then come back to me. And we'll, and we'll, I agree and we'll, with we'll that. Yeah. I agree. And, we will, and we'll talk about yeah. it. That's, that's yeah. why I say I'm, I'm so glad that I'm with the person that I'm with because she under, she knows that I'm a sensitive person and that's the thing mm-hmm. that she loves about it because she knows I have I have empathy for people. But she yeah. also knows sometimes that that empathy can get me in trouble. So that's why mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm with the person <laughs> I'm with because she can she helps me reel that, reel that empathy in, especially when, okay. it, when it has no place. Right. She balanced you out. There you go. Right. LA does go. the same for me. Well, thank you, sweetheart. But I'm, I'm I think that goes learning I think that goes both way. ways. I think that yes. goes both ways for male and female. Yes. Because no. we both when we do have those emotional moments for both of us, we have to have that time and that space to say, okay, what is like Ayana whatever her name is. Ayana. She says sit in your sit in your feelings. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like to a, literally analyze and sit there and like, what is going on? Right. Like, seriously. Like, yeah. And it goes, and I, I agree. Right. Because in those moments, if we don't sit and think about our feelings, a lot can happen. That's true. But as a woman, Simone, as for me, I am a natural communicator. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about it and I want to talk about it now. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not going to be able to rest until I know what's wrong with this man. Yeah. Sometimes that ain't the time. And then I had to learn that. And I'm still learning that, Fred. I'm learning that because that's what I'm used to. I'm used right. to, okay, 
I need to know what's wrong with you because I want to fix it. Nope. Women are women because women, we're nurturers, we're fixers. Yes. We I want I want him to tell me what's wrong so I can come up with a solution. But that may mm -hmm. not be my place uh, to do that. We want to be problem time. solvers. We want to be problem solvers. Yes. Yeah, because we've 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 been able to birth you. So now we're we're like now we we're we're in that place of intimacy with you. Yes. Where we're like, right. okay, what's going on? Right. Because we gave you life mm -hmm. in some form or another. We gave you life. Mm -hmm. So now we're still in that intimacy stage with you where we're like, okay, when you when you break down, we're like, yo, what's up? But sometimes looking at the biblical standpoint of being a help me, I want to help. But sometimes help means back up for a minute. Yep. You cool, can't cool. determine how to help go look, wives girlfriends wives really mm -hmm. you are dealing with a marriage and you're married to a person and, and the bible is saying you're the help me you're you're that real sometimes that the help that you give you have to tailor it to what that man needs in that moment and if he needs a breather now come on back to me now mr, mr. <laughs> <laughs> don't, 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 I, hey now nah, it's been 48 hours bro uh you, you're good not, not. what's it going on? I mean, and, you, and that's about communication. And you learn your mate, you learn what that breathing time looks like. It may be tomorrow, it may be two days from now, depending on what's going on. But if you keep inching, as my husband says, teaching and teaching and, and pushing and pushing, it turns into nagging. Yeah. And it can come across as mothering. Yeah. Hashtag yeah, we ain't yeah. mama. Yeah. Because you think you're helping, but you, you think just you like, are, but it's coming across like, like mama. What's wrong with you? Come out. Right. Or, or unnecessary, unnecessary. Yes, and Jay. Unnecessary aggression. Yes, because and I'm let me tell y'all something about LHG. My background testify is is, is uh -uh. training. My background is don't let the sun go down on your anger. So here's a good point. Alicia brought in a good point, y'all. So how do you maneuver if, if you don't want to talk about it in that moment and you don't want the sun to go What's down on your anger? I like it. Then I guess you got to agree. Yeah. I love you. Let's talk about it tomorrow. angry. Maybe that's how you got to approach that. What you think about that, Felicia? If if the man doesn't want to go deep about it in that moment, I don't want the sun to go down on the anger. I'm gonna say it is. How do you how do you address it in that moment? I'm gonna say it is. You know, give I'm gonna give me some time to let that to let that simmer, let that marinate in me. Because for me, it's. I had we I need I need I'm gonna need that time to let to allow things to process, you okay. know. So if the so if the sun goes down tomorrow and I'm still feeling some sort of way, then you know let you know let let me be let me feel that way. But I'm not. But at the same time, I'm not, I'm not gonna shut myself down. I'm still gonna be open to wanting okay. to talk about it. But it was good. when I when I'm ready, ready to speak on it, I said hey. When I walked in the door, I thought I said hey. What do you think about it? I got the you. Funny thing about that is, is like, funny thing about that is when my when my son passed, is that there were there was really no outlet for me to. Well, it was, but it wasn't an outlet for me to 
release all those emotions because I feel because I had to, I feel like I had to be this stalwart, stalwart person mm-hmm. and try to hold, try to hold myself and my, and my, and, and my family down because as, because it was just, it was, I mean, it was just the most terrible and most devastating moment any parent or anybody could go through losing, losing somebody. And there was no outlet. I had no out, real outlet for my emotions because there were days where I wanted, there were days where I wanted to cry. There were days I wanted to just be, just be by myself and just allow myself to kind of process everything. But I, I didn't have a chance. I didn't have the opportunity to process because at that point, life had life still had to go go forward. Life still had to move forward because I was like, so I can't. I so I can't. I don't have time. To, I don't. I can't take a time out from for me to process what I'm going through mm-hmm. because if I take a time out to do that, I'm gonna be looked at as being a being a being a being a soft being a soft dude, and all the cat all the cat all the dudes that I was all the guys that I were around that I was around. Called themselves "quote unquote." I'm a man's man. I I don't like I don't like I don't like sensitive dudes. You you be you being a little too be a little too soft for me, bruh. Mm-hmm. You ain't just experienced what the hell I just experienced. Right, that part. But look at this comment though. Nakori says, "Good question. Don't shut down and say nothing." So maybe the agreement has to be, Mister Gooden and I. If this comes up, we're not gonna t- you know hash it out too far. But I love you. We agree to disagree tonight because should something happen and one of us don't wake up tomorrow, we don't want the last thing that happened to be an argument. Can you imagine having a having a a really intense moment? God forbid one of us doesn't wake up. And then you have to live with that was the last encounter I had with him or her. I hope they knew I loved them. So if you agree to say, I'm not, I'm not saying I don't want to talk at all. I just don't want to talk about that. But I love you. Let's agree to table this. That's it goes back to Nicole's comment. Clear communication. Don't shut all the way down. And sometimes in the sensitive moments, we men and women tend to do that because it's becoming overwhelming yep it's becoming overwhelming and i don't know what to do with these feelings so now i'm in shutdown mode so for me if it's mr gooden having that moment i may have to say okay sweetheart i feel like we should table this i want us to have a good night let's have some dinner and and if it's the other way around and it's me having that emotional moment like this morning i was in a very emotional state you know, and, you know, he came and consoled me. I'm a little bit more, talk. I'm way more talkative uh, when it comes to emotions than my husband is. We're learning each other. That's what you do in marriage. You learn each other's love languages. My love language is talking, you know, but it's not that he doesn't love me when he doesn't want to talk. It's I need to give my husband the space to become emotionally intelligent and say, how am I going to navigate with how I feel? Why do I feel it? Emotional intelligence is I'm going to sit in it and I want to, why do I feel like this right now? What made me, what triggered me? 
Emotional wow. intelligence is saying, I need to understand the triggers and the landslides. Yep. Wow. It's a trigger and there's a landslide. Something happens and it's said to you that totally knocks you off your square and sends you to into an emotional frenzy. That's a landslide. Ain't no trigger. That's something that's almost like an avalanche effect. So maybe the next day he may come back and say, you know, honey, I've had a chance to sit in that. And when you said what you said, it reminded me of what happened to me 20 years ago. I don't know if you know this, honey, but I had this going on. And when you said what you said, it just took me into a really bad place. You probably didn't mean it, but can we talk about it? Because it really was a trigger, AKA or landslide. We should say in a relationship, you need to address these issues. That's why the Bible says, don't let the sun go down on your anger. We need to deal with what's going on. I I will add to that. In due time. I will add the the words in due time. But the sun can't go down on the anger, though. The anger part. I get get that, LSG, but in due time. So what do you mean by in due time? What I mean in due time? It, 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 what I mean in due time, give me, give me the more the chance to process. Okay. Give me the but chance the to anger part, though, analyze. We don't want the sun to go down on the anger. So that's going to take a mature human being, man and woman. If if yo if you rooted and grounded in the word, it's going to take saying how do we honor the word and say this moment got me angry. I don't want to take this anger in through the night. So can we say, I love you. We can table the, the, the meat of it, but there's something that we need to discuss in the morning, but can we at least get rid of the anger? Cause I'm going to be honest. I hate when we mad at each other. Me I, and be- I hate it. It's the most uncomfortable you on one end of the bed. I'm on one end of the bed. <laughs> I'm not give me that blanket. You ain't getting no cover. Not so, my pillow. That is not. Y'all. That really is uncomfortable spiritually, <laughs> mentally. You don't want me to be honest with y'all. Like, I ain't saying nothing. He ain't saying that. We stubborn, stubborn, two stubborn people. <laughs> we are married, and if we go out of the word, I want us to get to a point, couples. I'm not saying we got to be up to three in the morning doing a bullet point presentation. <laughs> but I'm saying oh, uh-uh. we not doing that. Absolutely not. Now, I would so like you're going to take your own words in I right would like to do that. Yes. <laughs> we not doing no bullet points. Not point. at three That's in the true. morning, no man. That would be, that would be me. Look, let's I, talk about us writing out on the whiteboard. But yes, I would, I would be yes, I am exactly. Why am I looking at a projector right now? I'm going back to bed. It's <laughs> a good, good point. I do want to do better because I know we've both been guilty of that. Like, hey, we don't want to be the first one to be like, I'm sorry. So I, but, I got my arms folded, like, hmm. But he man, got his you, arms folded, hmm. But you, man, but you, you man, don't man, say sorry. I ain't talking. But you may as well say I'm pride, sorry. That, pride. That's part of the conversation. Listen, I'm going pride. in. It's look here. So we it's, need to at least agree to say if we get into a heated moment, it could be in the morning time, it can be in the afternoon. Let the agreement be. Let's not let the anger continue on this level. Can we agree that we love each other? 
we're two different individuals. We don't have the same brain. We're not going to agree on every. And let me say this, sensitive brothers. Oh, you didn't got me started. Why you didn't got me started now? Just because a woman don't agree with you don't mean she's coming for you. Oh, okay. so, really? I agree. I agree with just that. Because, and I'm in, in general, just because someone disagrees with you doesn't mean they're trying to argue with you. I, I, I have that problem. I'm gonna be honest because a lot of times, so, but it, when but I get into a, a, when I get into a conflict with somebody. I feel like if I I I feel like if if I get in a conflict with somebody, a lot of times I feel like they're attacking me because they're not agreeing or they're not hearing my side of the story. So I feel like they're not hearing me. So I feel like they're attacking me. Let me get to Felicia's comment. She says the Bible says, "Be angry and sin not." But, but if, if your anger is shutting out your spouse, okay, that's a good point. If your anger is saying, I don't even want to talk to you right now, being then that means when you're shutting them out, that's when it's turning into the anger. Okay, wow, I, you gotta I agree and say, Listen, I agree. I we gotta agree is the word of God. I agree. This, this is this is this is the word of God. It's that's Bible. She's right, and this is what's gonna make for a better relationship when we agree. That we disagree, but we still love each other. We don't want to go to bed angry. We want to honor the Lord and his word so he can continue to bless this relationship. That's mm -hmm. the thing. We want him to bless this union, which means we got to make some changes, sensitive or not, to, to do what the word of God is saying. So going to bed, man, waking up, man, not talking for two days. Simmering and letting that thing fester, that's that's where you definitely going into the sin zone. But let's get back to what you said, Simone. When people disagree, depending on how it's being presented to you, mm -hmm. okay, if they present their idea, their perspective, it isn't maybe an attack or depending on their language too, okay? Mm -hmm. It could just really mean, and this is big in marriage, when you present an alternate opinion, a perspective, an outlook, I got a brain, Mr. Gooden got a brain. He says, well, honey, I feel blank. And if I say, you know what? I get that. I respect that. But I feel this. In, in the sensitive moment, it shouldn't be you knocking me down for my idea. No, your idea, your feelings, your emotion is all valid. It's just that mine happened to be different. Sha uh, Shawan Jones, thank you for uh, tuning in. Uh, the Bible verse says, be quick to hear. This is good. Slow, y'all bringing the word tonight. Slow to speak and slow to anger. It's important that we be mindful that words, ooh. They do hurt. Indeed. They hurt. They hurt. Indeed. Yes. And, and what is it, Proverbs 18, 21? When you've opened yourself up to the anger and now you want to hurt them the way you hurt and now you're going deeper into the anger and deeper into sin. See, I want them to hurt. I want them to hurt how they hurt me. And now I'm going to make the lowest jazz that I can come up with. I'm, I'm guilty of that. And I apologize, yeah. Mr. Gooden, because in that moment, I wasn't quick to hear. 
I wasn't mm-hmm. slow to speak. I was slow to hear and quick to speak. I flipped it. And I'm going to be honest again. That's how I am in, in a lot of instances. And we being honest tonight. That's why we do these, these, these discussions. <laughs> being, I am a real. lot of times. A lot. I think I know we've heard this. But I think it's goes. We, we want to hear in order to respond. I think yes. that's how it's here. But yes. <laughs> yes, um, I get my rebuttal. Listen, I be like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but I'm I'm on this ready. Read this. Yeah, yeah ready. Come on, come and on. I'm when I say I'll be ready oh, for comeback. When I say I'll be ready for a comeback, mm-hmm. you just go. It's just like I, and I'm and I'm trying every day to learn that a lot of things don't need a response. Come on. When I say I'm trying to learn Girl, that, you, it, you are in my deliverance package. <laughs> Come on. Because <laughs> a lot of things, you pick your, I can hear Felicia saying, pick your battles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do got to pick Everything them. ain't got to be a battle. Everything ain't worthy of a clapback. Sometimes if you pursue in peace, I, and Mr. Good knows, I, I talk about the pursuit of peace quite a bit. If you're pursuing peace, I'm listening to to my husband, not to respond, but to hear him. Mm-hmm. How do you respect and love a sensitive man? You hear him out. You don't interrupt. It's like customer service. They teach us to try not to interrupt the customer. Let yeah. them get out their problems so you can understand what it is. Don't, don't keep interjecting. Just yeah. let, let them get it out. Whatever it is, just and and don't do double dutch. Oh, I'm about to jump in. Mm, mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm jumping. Nope. It's my part right here. Like double dutch, nope. baby. I'm about to soon as he goes, I'm like, look, you know, but that no, and communication is key. You're right. But Very when you so. are dealing with a sensitive man, sensitive anybody, woman, hear this, this, this is just a good practice, period. Hear each other out completely. Go have to. And I'm going to even add this. We used to do this um, when I was younger um, in communications class. When a person is done talking, how can you tell they're done? They will say, and I yield the floor or something like now I'm now it's your turn because you don't want to. You don't know when they done, but they can say something like a cue like, "Okay, I'm ready to hear your perspective. And you know what's crazy? That doesn't exist anymore. No. We just say, are you done? Are you done? I'm gonna tell y'all right now. That frame right there. That phrase right there. You finished. See that phrase. Those phrases right there will will set will set a sensitive dude off. Really? Yeah. Are you done or or you have the floor? I probably no. Are you done? Is you finished? Those phrases right, those two phrases right there will set a sensitive dude off. It's it's, it's kind of sending. <laughs> I mean, and I don't think it's just a dude. You know, it will set okay. us off too. Not right. just y'all. It will set us off too, because we we especially yeah, when we're I've said it. Deep, I've done it. When we're in a deep you conversation and we're trying to get our point across, and y'all like, are you done now? Exactly. <laughs> like we're literally pouring out our heart. We're literally pouring out our heart. Work. Find one that'll work for that will that will sound better. Like see, uh, yeah. I yield the floor. See for me, when I when I make my point, I just don't say that. I've never heard that one before. I yield. <laughs> when I make my point, I don't say that. Okay, that's the business. That's the business part of LHG, y'all. 
I yield the floor. That's that business part coming out. See what I see, what I've done, what I've done speaking, I don't say nothing else. But I'm just yep, making my I point. Just, I don't, like I don't think so you just, you just go silent, and then that's the cue for the person to say. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, exactly. I'm gonna go ahead. I, I, and that's good. Silence is good. I just sometimes people get silent for a minute and they come back with something else. No, nope. so, so nope. I'll be wanting to make sure the person is is done. It's completely and, you know, done. Yeah. Shawan said it comes off nonchalant. It does come off nonchalant. Like, are you done? Mm -hmm. I'll admit I've said that a lot in my past, but when you know better, you yes, and that's why we have these discussions. We mm -hmm. talked about how to love a sensitive man. The first one was listen, you know, hear him out, give him space, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this in there. Let him cry. Oh Let yeah. Oh cry. yeah. Please, please don't don't make a man feel a certain way because of oh yeah. We are we are in a human experience. Whatever the tears come from, we can figure that part out later. But in that moment, let that man shed whatever tears he needs to shed without making him feel as though he is less of a man because he is emotional in that moment. No, okay, I'm glad you said that. I like that, Shawan. So what are your thoughts or what do I'm, you think about that? I'm glad you said, I'm like glad that. you said let a man cry because to yes. be honest with you, I've literally never seen my father cry until his father died. Okay. That is, and that's Same so here. like the times I was around him, I've never seen him ever, 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 ever shed a tear until his father passed. Okay. And maybe when his mom passed too. I, I might have seen it. I don't remember. But that's good that you said that because like what like we hold them to a higher standard of masculinity yes we do so we don't want them to shed a single tear no matter what happens nope the world could be on fire we just like yo man up what you crying crying is, is a cleansing that's that's, yep. a, that's the way of cleansing and processing sometimes mm -hmm. i'm just gonna be a, a good cry for me sometimes will get me get me together like I, okay I got, I'm good now. I, I'm I learning a lot. Had a whole moment this morning. This has been an emotional week. But mm. it's like, once I got it out, I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm good. I'm good. But Felt when free. you don't yeah. allow that man to do that, where do you think that frustration and grief or whatever is going? Inside. Yeah. Inside. Yeah. Therefore, you are more susceptible to mental turmoil. And I think it gets deeper every time they hold it in. The problem is that women have a tendency to devalue a sensitive man as being weak. Come on, Shawan. Let the church say amen. To have, a, to have a man that shows, that's the key word. Sensitivity breeds vulnerability. God has spoken. Leaves you but say amen. That but, do is we, but, do women want, but do women want a vulnerable dude? Absolutely not. 90%, 90, 95% of 100, no. Really. But nope. for me, I, I play this. I prom, I'm not going to change who I am because I'm not going to change who I am or I'm good, not going to change up my mode, my, my mode of operation just because to to attract to attract a, to attract a particular person. I'm not doing that. that. You go either you you gonna take me as you gonna take me as you gonna take me as I am or I'm gonna take you and I'm gonna take you as you are. Oh, we not doing we not doing this. 
But Can let's go a little bit deeper. As so, I have. You better say, Simone, a woman <laughs> may not be with a man like that because a lot of women aren't even self-aware. Oh, many of us have been so many of us have been so jacked up, and we've been so we if you haven't become self-aware of who you are and your own emotions, your own triggers, your own landslides, you're not going to be able to to cohabitate with a sensitive man because you haven't even touched your own sensitivity. Mm. You're not emotionally intelligent to say what's going on with you. So if mm. you can get you together, then then how you're not gonna understand him? Mm. Gonna be foreign to you. Why are you crying? Why are you? That's why I said it does. See, I'm, and if you if you if you haven't experienced me, if you don't if you don't have the experience if if you're a woman and you don't have the experience of being around a sensitive man or an emotionally intelligent dude, somebody that will speak that will speak his mind and speak his heart, then. That's gonna that's gonna be that's from that's gonna be that's gonna be very foreign to you. That's gonna be very strange to you. That's gonna be very yes. that's that's probably that's more likely gonna be very frustrating for you. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of relationships suffer because it takes more than love. So here you, you are you in a relationship in a marriage where you may love each other, but you may not even understand or truly know the intricacies of a person's past what triggers and landslides exist and if you're not communicating what is it based on Say not it. only does it take more than love but it takes more than intimacy like I'm, you gotta, go you gotta, intimacy. You gotta yeah. be willing to talk about things couples people of the universe that <laughs> may that may bring that lump in your throat okay sensitive man i'm talking to you tonight so you feeling all these emotions they need to come up and out because if they don't, they're going to manifest themselves in other ways. And yes, up and out. You need to hate. You need to let that stuff out. Yes. Listen, listen. I thought a couple time in here. That's a whole other show as to why so many women are operating in masculine energy. It comes from women taking on roles. We talked about that. You spot on. That required them to be the man when no man is around single moms, bosses. You know, is we when we come into this to a marriage already in that mode of wearing the pants, it transfers into the relationship. Now that sensitive man is feeling like you are uh what's the word demeaning, degrading, demasculating, in other words, demasculating. There it is. And and we do, and we do, because that we've been operating out of order. For a long not, time, not our, not our fault so much, but it's been we've had to step up into that role. We've mm-hmm. had to walk in those in that in those shoes. Mm-hmm. So when a man comes to be in a relationship with that kind of woman, there has to be some deprogramming. Absolutely, some trust. she got to be able to trust, compromise, have to and, and compromise. Yes, absolutely. we got to knock down those walls. Absolutely. So because again. Because again, like I said before, we have built up those walls because uh-huh. we've been in that space for so long. Right. We have built up those walls. Oh, we've gotten been them been up so high. He's trying to climb over them. He can barely climb over them. We've been hurt so much. We almost want to hurt you before you hurt us. 
I'm gonna go and take you down before you jack me up. I'm gonna go and, and knock you out before you knock me out. I mean, look, I've been wounded so deeply, I almost expect you to walk away from me. That part. But see, that's not good either, though. That's not oh, good either. Horrible. But I mean, did but but my, my, the way the way I look at it is like the way I look at it is like so if you you expected me to you expected so like you expected me to hurt you but your defenses are already up and I haven't even made I haven't even made a move yet I haven't even yes. made any type of aggressive yes. move to even put to yes. even destroy your defenses. The only thing I want to do is just love, love you. you and care of love you and care about you. That's what I mean, trauma like, because and again, low can those do walls we those built those walls. walls. We built those walls so high. We expect y'all. We trying to get y'all to climb over them. Y'all can barely climb them. Listen, <laughs> and, and now we putting these expectations that are so unrealistic that they're set up to fail. See, I knew you couldn't climb over that wall, that Mount Everest. I knew you couldn't get up that high. I know it. I know it. I'll, I'll put like this. I'm only climbing as high as my limitations will allow See, me. See, come on. Oh. I'm only climbing as high as my limitations Boom. will allow me to. Boom. If you. If you are not going to allow, you're not going to open yourself up to me, yeah, and allow and allow me to at least vulnerability, there's at least experience, at least experience you, in a at least experience you in an in an emotionally yes. intimate way. Yes. Then what? Then then it does it, it, it doesn't really Without make fear. a difference for me to build to try to build because I'm not trying I agree. to because I'm not I trying think now. I think trying now to this, genera- this generation is so focused on the sex. That we don't really worry about the mental and emotional capacity of a relationship. But see, right. but the funny thing about that is said, but SEX is also an emotional and physical exchange. That is true. That is be. true. We got a comment here from Mr. Abstin. He feels that understanding a sensitive man takes a lot of work, yes, for the woman and the man, because I feel like a man needs to be able to speak his mind without consequences. Woo! Absolutely. absolutely absolutely let him speak his mind without trying to rebut or, or you know emasculate the emotions just let him speak what he needs to speak and sit in that i agree it's with that probably. it's either both or the, the moment someone says that i'm too soft for being sensitive stuff like that it's for me it's it's you going it's down a, mr gooden no, my phone is dying. Okay, well, thank you for joining I'm us. Charging, I'm charging it now. You're good, I think. You good? So I'm, finna, I'm finna get ready to eat some dinner. Have you some dinner, Mr. Gooden. Thank you oh, for being oh. on tonight. I'll be back again, y'all. Please. Thank you. <laughs> see, see, for me, the moment that you, that you devalue my emotion, the moment that you devalue my emotions, mm-hmm. It becomes to the point for me where I where I'm good where I'm just not gonna be I'm not gonna be there you um, go I'm not, I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be attached I'm not gonna be and you gonna shut down well let me not not shut down all I the way but down. certain aspects of me are not gonna be open right when you have that be point. extra guarded that's when yeah, you because have the moment you do that, right I'm not gonna do that I mean and, and I'll say this y'all as as I've gotten older I'm learning more about. My sensitivity and my emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. I'm learning to be a lot more discerning of how mm-hmm. people how people talk to me, how people speak to me, how they address me and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I that I was tell, that I told my ex wife, well, you know that told my ex wife is that look, if you 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 want to communicate with me, talk to me, not at me. Yep. 
So, well, what's the difference? Talking what's to the, me is it's a very big difference. But she, but she, but she act like if there wasn't a difference. There's a very talking big to big me is like being intelligent and we having a adorable conversation. Talking at me is yelling and screaming. I'm and I'm at the age right now. I won't even say the age. I'm at a point in my life right now where conflict in a relationship, man. Please, I'm not even for the. I'm not even engaging that. I'm not for the. I'm not for the engaging a war. I'm not gonna enjoy. I'm not gonna engage in a in a emotional war with you because you think that I'm soft or I'm weak or something. I'm not even engaging in an emotional war with you because that number one, that's number one, that's that's bad for my that's bad for my emotional emotional health. That's bad for my emotional psyche. And yes. hell, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that no way because that's that will, that ends up being a waste of my time. Absolutely. Mr. Crouch, welcome, Mr. Crouch. Thank you. Anyone that devalues me becomes a non-factor. Boom. You can't be in a relationship and not speak life into your significant other. Word. That's good. Word. That's deep. That's good. And speaking Word. of that, when when you are married to That's a deep. man, he doesn't need us women to validate his feelings. He needs reassurance that we are on board. The validation that's between him and God. He only yep. our approval. I approve of that emotion. No, he just needs our reassurance. Let him speak. Speak life into your mate. I agree with that. Come on, boundaries. How many of us have them? You hit on something really big. When you are in a relationship, and even with what you were saying, Fred, speaking at someone versus to them, I will admit, um, in in the fiber of my being is a is a bossy lady. I will admit that. And there are times when I know I'm being so direct that it's way too it's way too harsh. It's way too, you know. It needs to be softer. It needs to be more uh, of a dialogue than a dissertation and or a lecture. Right. I'm, I'm, a good, I'm a good lecturer, baby. I can lecture. Feel good, honey. Ten thousand, everything. <laughs> Do all I'm not your student, honey. I'm your husband. I'm not your yep. trainee. I'm your husband. You're not training me on something. You are talking <laughs> to me. So yes, as a woman, I got I got to improve. I I know me. I know my limitations, honey. I'm yep. just transparent as an open window. I'm not school. Literally, she will literally take you to school. <laughs> but but you know I have to I have to curve that in a marriage. Like if I'm if I'm doing a Zoom and I'm teaching someone about customer service, I can be the teacher up to the stars. But <laughs> in a marriage, we are partners. There is no different ball game. And trainee. There is no <laughs> boss and 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 there's no superior and subordinate. It yeah. is we are on the same level in terms of you know our intelligence. I have a very yeah. smart husband. We have different levels of expertise. We, when you're in a relationship, you acknowledge that you got different lanes you in, but you're a team. And when you bring it together, hey, we're on the same side. We ain't competitors. Exactly. Ain't competitors. Exactly. But it had, but you, but both people have to realize that is that instead of being you, that we're, that you're not competitors and stuff like that, that you're teammates and. It mm. does, it, it, to me, it, to, uh, the way I look at it, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who calls up, who calls the damn play. Just get, just get the play out. Just get the play out and run the play. 
Look at this. Look at this comment, Mr. Bronx. Look at this. Alpha King, very harsh now, which is the reason why men don't buy it to commitment anymore. Oh no! Hold on, stop, 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 stop. First of all, alpha, that alpha beta male, male female crap
to be to it be invested to mm-hmm. be to be emotionally invested to be to that's be the key emotional investment when i in my dating yeah. time, the brothers would tell me you just talk too much because i want to get emotionally invested i want to get to know you if a man doesn't want to have a conversation with you at a date and he want to go straight you know to the intimacy he don't want to invest nothing absolutely nothing physical if a, if a person likes you loves you wants to get to know you they will invest themselves emotionally in you that's Mr. it says men are naturally strong but when you become vulnerable to a woman that's broken and so many of us are you wow mute his manhood we gotta <laughs> on that big time Why man wants to have his manhood muted nobody no, no man wants no that. man wants uh, no man no man wants that because when you mute a man's manhood basically you're just like you just that's like a, that's like a telling a guy telling a man he ain't a man that's when you, exactly when you, mute his manhood. you you give him you you give him no voice to speak mm. to speak and yeah. like, i had both pants so i never struggled in being sensitive yeah, let me wow. let me tell you something. A man, a man, a man that does it, that had that does that is not a man not that does not is not able to speak mm-hmm. because number one becomes emotionally unavailable, becomes physically unavailable, becomes disgruntled, disrespectful, mean, harsh, mm-hmm. and all uh, these are this is this is what happens with a woman mute with a woman mutes a man mutes a man man's manhood and mm-hmm. especially when this man was not was not that was not that to begin with mm-hmm. was not harsh was not mean was not was not ugly was not was not quick to cut you with his words mm-hmm. that's what happens when that happens over time especially right. when, when a woman continually continuously and continuously mutes a man's manhood you you right. you, you basically you create a version of you create a version of that man who will do whatever, do what he needs to do just to just to get by, just to keep keep you off his back. Right. Let me let's dive into what Shawan is saying because I I, I, I want to talk about this. This is good. This is so good. And thank you all so much for being on tonight. Please like, share, and thank you, um, and help us to get this content out. So this is good. In a relationship or marriage, it's vital to be healed before being with someone. Otherwise, you have to be willing to be an active participant in each other's healing. So I'm gonna I'm gonna Indeed. throw it out there. Is it possible to be healed from everything, or should you at least have addressed a thing and be on the journey to healing? Or or should you make sure when you go down that aisle, you everything is really healed and you i mean can we do that so is this a general question yeah just i mean you want to i just want to know is it is it possible to say before i get married everything that i've dealt with in my life i need to be healed from it or can you still go further with it because at least you have address some stuff because some Mm -hmm. people refuse to address it and then they get married it comes into the marriage and now it's a hot spot a trigger Mm -hmm. a landslide and now you got a whole fire Mm -hmm. i love that i love that shawan i want to go deeper on that what you think i do think i do think it is possible to be healed from everything okay because of the healer all right come on healer (laughs) however well, there should be no however. Anyway, but I do think it is possible to be healed from everything. 
And I also believe that there is some time where healing can take a longer process. Mm. And I think that's because I think that's because the only reason why healing would take longer is, like you said, if you don't address it in that moment or, you know, when it comes up. So therefore, you derail that healing process, which is like almost like a recovery after surgery. It is actually because if you get surgery like you just had, let's use you as an example. You just had surgery, right? Mm-hmm. So if the doctor tells you, hey, LHG, I need you to sit down for 10 days. Don't do nothing. Don't go to work. Don't do nothing for 10 days. Mm-hmm. And you just got to sit in the house and eat and do whatever you want to do. But don't get up. Don't pull no boxes. Don't move no car. Don't do nothing. Mm-hmm. And you decide, well, <sighs> man, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go drive my car around the city. I'm going to go pick up these 10,000-pound boxes. That's I'm going to go do this. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what you just did? What I do? You literally just derailed your healing process. You want to know why? Facts. Why? Because doctor said, LHG, do not. Do not. T- t- do not t- pick up no heavy boxes. Don't drive no car. Don't do none of that. And you decided, well, that doctor don't know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. Even though he just completed your surgery. Right. You sitting around, mm, that doctor don't know what he's talking about. I'm good. I'm, I feel strong enough. I can lift these. I'm going to help my husband do this and that. I'm going to lift these heavy boxes. I'm going to go drive my car. Now you sitting up in the hospital wondering why your stitches have come open. Ooh, girl. And did. And you, you're, looking at, <laughs> you're looking at the doctor. You, you want to go in there and fuss the doctor out because... Like, hey, yo, my stitches done came up. What's up? What's happening? Uh, LHG, did I not tell you last week? Didn't follow the directions and instructions. That part. So, like I said, if you do not um follow through with that healing process, it's not gonna work. That makes sense. And that's with any surgery, period. I get that. That's gonna be depending on how serious the surgery is, it's still yes, either way it goes, it's still the same. Mr. Crouch says healing is a decision. Period. A sentence can stop there. Broken. It starts with self-love. Yes. You have to want to be healed. First, you got to acknowledge that there's some there's something that's not quite right. I mean, a lot of us have a problem even acknowledging I need to be healed. (sighs) Mm -hmm. I'm okay. I'm all right. I'm okay. Mm -hmm. I'm good. I got this. It's all right. So what I you know, I had just happened in my childhood, I, it ain't bothering me. You may not think it's bothering you, but it's manifesting itself in your relationships, your decisions and responses. You mm-hmm. got to acknowledge that there is something that's happening in my life that I'm feeling. Come on, emotional intelligence. And it mm-hmm. could be triggered by something that happened 30, 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is a wonderful combo meal. Listen. You better biggie size it. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Listen. Hey. That's our favorite place. Extra large. That's our favorite place. Jesus and therapy biggie size it, honey. Listen. Upgrade me. <laughs> because what, what therapy does, if they're, and men, I don't know how y'all feel about therapy because I, sometimes y'all push back like, I don't need that. And that could be a pride thing. I don't know. 
But there's nothing wrong with getting help because if you want to show up as the best you in your relationships to yourself first. Listen, men and women. Listen, Brother Crouch, you better supersize, biggie size it, honey. Men and women and children, listen to me. Therapy will bless your entire Somebody who doesn't know you, that's able to help you. I call therapists, they put the puzzle pieces together. Yep. Sometimes we live in in a broken state because we are fragmented. All the pieces of our past are in bits and they're not together. What the therapist can do is take you on a time traveling journey to make something make sense. And you don't realize the lack of this 30 years ago has you acting this way this year and it literally it makes sense that's and not then, a joke and literally the jesus part and the the healer as you said simone is going to solidify that healing and keep you on the right track so that your emotions can be regulated on there a you go. basis they work in, they work in tandem they work together jesus and therapy is a combination listen what number is that? Number one? Give me number <laughs> one. Biggie size, please. Listen, listen. What they, what they say on Jeopardy? What is a what is a for 200, Alex? See, come on. And I'm talking about individual therapy. It could be couple therapy. You yep. may need an impartial party to say, look, we want to work on what we have here. And they take away all the bias. See the thing about therapy, it's it's it has nothing to do with you or your family. Absolutely nothing. If you're going in by yourself, it's literally just you and whoever your therapist is. And some employers have an employee assistance program, y'all. Take advantage yeah. of the benefits on your job. If some you go into therapy, that's free. You 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 can get a couple of free visits. If the money is an issue or the insurance is an issue, then ask if they have an employee assistance program where you can get a list of therapists in your area and get these two or three free visits. It's worth it. You invest in you. Invest in you. Listen, I'm telling you right now, therapy is, is, is just... What she said, the number one. Okay. Yeah. So when you when you look at that menu, go ahead and already put it on your list. Oh, uh, I'm coming to, I'm coming to therapy cafe, and I'm just get the number Listen, one. Right, give me my usual. Yes, Biggie size boo. You already know. I'm thirsty. Like she said, I'm hungry. Angry. <laughs> Therapy is a non is a non biased situation. Like like you and that person literally sitting face to face, whether it's physically or virtually, and y'all just literally like you pouring out your heart to them. That may not feel good in that moment, but it's toxic. It, it's got to come up and out. You've been living with this toxicity in your system. God did not design you to operate with these foreign beings in your body, in your mind, in your spirit. It needs to come up. It needs to come out. It's killing you. And it's messing it up with connections. And out. Up, up, and out. Up, and out. And if if there's people that are causing it, stay away from them. 
I don't care if you grew up with them. If they are the trigger and they are the landslide, you could have went to kindergarten orientation with them. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you, got, you got to make sure that the people in your influential circle are there for a good reason. And they're helping to launch you forward, not pulling you back into the pain. That's it. Why go to therapy for six weeks? You find out who the problem is, you go back to the problem. LHD. Where they do that at? You just shot yourself in the foot. Listen, you got to do the work and you got to stay on the right path. The therapist is going to, like a teacher, teachers, a good teacher Mm -hmm. is not just teaching you something new. They're showing you what was already in your brain that you didn't even Mm -hmm. know. They just really telling you 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 could you got some stuff in your head that you ain't even realize they're pulling some stuff out of you. Mm. Is it you know what though, LG? Listen, and it goes back to what I what I what we talked what we talked about what I I talked about on Wednesday. Could be a therapist can help you try help you at least get to a point to where you can find you can help yourself help you balance yourself. That balance and uh, get your equilibrium back. You've been walking that VA commercial. And yep. people was walking sideways. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that. You ain't old enough, Simone. You yeah, exactly. YouTube the VA commercial, and it was that tomato juice stuff. And I want to. Have you had V8? Nope. And they walking like this. <laughs> and that's what happens when you're not when you haven't dealt with your emotions and really sought the help of God and the therapist to get your equilibrium back. The reason why we off kilter in this society, we are, our equilibrium is off. We are not dealing with our trauma. We're not dealing with our issues. We're not talking. We just popping pills and we're not, we're not even in a good solid church home. I'm going to go, I'm going to go there. You're not even rooted and grounded in in the Lord. I know y'all we've been church hurt, but that's people hurt. Commit to God, He'll never fail you. Never feelings. The the preacher may hurt your feelings, but commit to God. This journey of emotional intelligence to really is not solidified without God. Sean, he created it, you and created emotions. We got some comments down here. Is it Sean? I want to say her name wrong. Shawan, she said, I personally carried over 20 years of unforgiveness, pain, and unsolved hurt that literally made me sick. Oh, literally. Where do you think a lot of mental illness comes from? She said, you have to be tired of getting, you have to get tired of being sick and tired. You have to reach. Sometimes that rock bottom is your friend. (laughs) Sometimes hitting that rock bottom is that the fuel you need to finally get your behind some help. Yes, Mr. Crouch, you got to do the work. And it's a continual work. You got to get up and work it every day. Every day. And I think the one thing I'll say about this is I, I knew I was a sensitive guy, sensitive man, you know, from, from as long as I can remember. The one thing that I thought, the one thing that helped me when I went to therapy when I went to when I went to saw see my therapist, which I still see to this day. Come on. It helped me, it helped me really it helped me realize why okay. I'm hardwired that way, why I'm hardwired this way. Okay. It made it helped me really yeah. help me realize why I'm hardwired that way. It is not because of like it's mostly because of 
pair what, what my pair what I saw my what I saw my parents do what they what I saw them do towards each other with each other but also what I saw um saw what I saw my father and my mother do with people with people around them and how they cared about each other you know so so that's one of the reasons that's one of the ways that's that's one thing that made me realize that I'm hardwired that way but also for me also the other thing is that Ooh, I'm very very sensitive around I'm a, I feel like I'm really sensitive with people I'm I won't call myself I won't call myself an empath because I'm not I, I don't always I'm not always I don't always pick up on other people's emotions but okay. the times where I do pick up on people's emotions I'm I'm really I'm very much in tune to that um okay. and I and I try and I and sometimes it it help it's a it's a hurt it's a help but it's also can be it's also it also can be a bane okay. uh, because sometimes you can be too in tune with somebody's emotions and that and that could be to a that could be to a detriment. So that is I, true. There, there is a time when you can internalize so much that's the that's the thing it starts to negatively affect you. There yep. has to be a boundary, there has to be a line. And in my opinion, the Holy Spirit. Yep. That part. Because I need to there's sometimes when the Holy Spirit would put somebody on you where, where you can feel, but not to the point where it just knocks you out of your healing. Right now, let me go to Mr. Mr. Crouch. This unforgiveness thing and dealing with things you can't control messes up the unforgiveness. I'm talking from my own experience. If there is something that we are dealing with from childhood, from adulthood, from bullying to whatever, if we haven't dealt with that and it's a ruminating thought in your head, that's where mental illness that's the seed. Mm. That's the Feed of mental yep. illness is a ruminating negative space. The vortex of why. Why did they do that to me? Come out of it. You may never know. They don't know. They ain't going to say they sorry. It happened. It wasn't your fault. Forgive. Do what the Bible says. Forgive. Wash those. Get a good shower and, and some good bath and body works. Hold on some Jennifer Breeze. Jennifer Breeze, baby. You know, you know some <laughs> Jennifer Breeze. You just, that's just for me. Or stress relief, spread in the air, and, and, and cleanse yourself. I still want to try that, Jennifer, please. It's, it's a, re a retired fragrance. You got Now that you keep saying online, that. Honey. You got to find it online, baby. You keep we saying that. I want to try that. We, yes, you have to be mindful, Shawan. When you start internalizing an empath, do this. You can walk past somebody or hug somebody, and you start to feel so much. You're gonna have to back out of be balanced because mm. you will land in a hospital. Mm. So many people are hurting. So many if you if you gotta be careful with that, you gotta ask God to 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 help you balance that. He may want you to feel a little bit of what your your, your brother or sister's going through, but he'll never want you to 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 feel it so much to where it knocks your healing out the box. Now you gotta go back up to the to the altar. Yep. All over again and lay out and just cover yourself with a good blanket and just lay out. You didn't just felt everything. That's you got it. That has to be kept in perspective because that can be. Woo, Mr. Crow says unforgiveness cause alcoholism and drug addicts. My Ooh. mother was a drug addict because she never forgave Ooh. the person that shot and killed her best friend. Oh wow, Crowell says deep. This is what unforgiveness does. Make a decision to learn. So you can live. We got to get out of here, y'all. It's ten o'clock. That's a good place to land. Um, sensitive men, we love you. 
That's a lot. You have every right to be sensitive and human. Sensitivity mm-hmm. is a part of the human experience. It was mm-hmm. designed for women only. It's a part of being human. You can cry, you can feel, you can love, you can commit, you can do all those things, but we all need to forgive. Unforgiveness can be the root of so many things. Yes, it can. It festers because what, what happened with me with me was I needed to know why. I wasn't protected or why this didn't happen or why this person left and there may never, and no real answer would ever suffice. So you're in this, this vortex of ruminating thoughts. And that's the part where we get stuck on. We, we want to know, we want to know, we want to know why, like, why did this guy do the, do me the way he did? Right. Did my mom do me the way she did or this, that, and the third. And we're stuck on that. Why? And it's like, are we going to ever get an answer? And you may not. And if you get one, it may not make sense. Mr. Absent says we should always forgive, but never forget. People say forgive and forget. I don't know how Mm -hmm. to forget because I, I, I feel like I can forgive. But I will not accept that same behavior. I will govern myself accordingly. For example, a creditor can say, I'm going to settle the account with you, but go get another credit card with them. They're going to be like, they're not. <laughs> we the last one was settled, but you still risky, honey. You still you still not a good steward. They don't forget. <laughs> they, they, the, the debt is charged off. I'm going to forgive you for the debt, but I'm not going to give you another credit card for you to No more credit cards for you. So you, you can forgive. But the forgetting may not. Good but question. if we don't forget, are we really forgiving? That's good. That's a whole nother show. You really? I feel like if I forget, now God is different. He can cast it into the sea of forgetfulness. Me, I can forgive you. I can be around you to a point. But you hurt. I don't want to ever go backwards. I want to be so. I think healed. the problem is with us, especially this culture, we don't want to forget. We may not want to. I, we I can give. I, I well, wait, hold on. We, we say we forgive, but then we turn around and something happens and we turn it back on you. So we say we forgive you. Then you show up to the cookout or whatever. And we all of a sudden remember everything you just did to us last week. So right. we decide not to talk to you anymore. I just, but it's, it's situational for me. Mm-hmm. Some things I can forgive, but I don't want to, I can't allow you to hurt me anymore. Yeah. I can't put myself on the line to where I've been healed. I'm whole, but mm-hmm. because I forgot, I've I've opened myself back up to your shenanigans. I yeah. Just, I, I struggle with that, y'all. I do. We got to get out of here. We're yeah. going to do a part two. We're going to do a part two, y'all, because this was so good. I want to thank my CEO, Fred. Thank you, Simone. Thank you, hey. Thank you, Mr. Crouch, Shawan. Thank you, everybody. Yes. We're going to do part two. So remember, tomorrow it won't be a show. We did it tonight, so don't come on looking for me tomorrow. I got me a date. <laughs> I got me a date. I cannot be late. They, 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 they. So, you know what? We, we, we did I, it tonight. I care so. with you. <laughs> right. 
Tell I'll be back on Tuesday for Girl Chat Weekly, though. We're going to go back into femininity. I want to thank you all for being with me tonight. This is a very good topic. because I want good. us to be able to cohabitate as men and women in relationship and understand each other down deep to the white meat. I want to understand. I want us to be able to love better and love deeper and love stronger. I got to get out of here. I love you all. Have a good night. Subscribe. Like. Help us get to 100 subscribers on Blazers Radio. And happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Big up to the shake it up. Take it up, girl. I love y'all. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.